podcast. I'm your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. Also feel free to check out our official Twitter account at IC Sativa Podcasts. You can check out and find and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Anchor FM, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will help bump up the pod in their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon and support us. You can, you, we plan on doing really big things with our humble little projects, such as going to trade shows, visiting other MMJ or recreational states, and doing on-field work. By supporting us, you're able to help us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting and equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa Podcast slash support. Again, that is www.anchor.fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa Podcast slash support. So today's episode is going to be about nausea. Um, so I'm going to read an article um, about chronic nausea. Um, just bear with me. I haven't haven't done these medical episodes in a while. I've been very heavy in the activism sort of route, so I'm a bit rusty. So just sort of bear with me. Um, so yeah, let's let's do this. Okay. So the article is from Very Well Health. Understanding chronic nausea. <clears throat> Excuse me. Nausea is often a symptom of another condition. By Amber J. Tresca. Most people know what nausea feels like because they have experienced it during a bout with the virus or even a roller coaster or a bumpy plane ride and pregnant women usually know it well. Nausea is a unsettled feeling in the stomach and may be accommodated no is that un is that unsettled feeling in the stomach and may be accompanied by the sensation that one might vomit. It can range from being strong where vomiting seems as though it can happen at any moment, to low to a low-level lingering stomach upset. Nausea is not ter- is not generally thought of as a condition in and of itself, but it is rather a symptom of some that something is happening with the body. Sometimes nausea is also accompanied by a lack of appetite, regurgitation, vomiting, and abdominal pain and or and or discomfort. <clears throat> Acute or chronic or acute nausea. Acute nausea might be caused by a condition that comes on suddenly, which is called acute. Acute nausea may be caused by a virus that affects the stomach and causes nausea and vomiting. This is gastro gastritis, which is often called the stomach flu, though it is not related to influenza. Food poisoning is another cause of nausea. Sometimes also accompanied by vomiting and diarrhea that will occur suddenly and usually resolves on its own when the bacteria clears the body. Other common causes of acute nausea that 
usually revol resolve on their own include car sickness, motion sickness, extreme pain, hangover, medication side effects, migraine, overeating, stress, trauma, such as a concussion. Chronic is when the nausea may present may be present all the time or it may come and go in some cases the nausea may may come on after a after a, tr a triggering factor such as eating only to improve then come again after the next meal when nausea is chronic there is no clear cause such as pregnancy it's time to talk to a doctor to see why it might be happening there won't be one particular test that can help determine the cause of nausea so testing will depend on what might be the suspected cause associated conditions nausea is a symptom or of symptom or condition and some of the most common reasons can include pregnancy chronic nausea is common in pregnant women especially in the first trimester and commonly known as morning sickness even though it can last all day for many women, nausea comes in the middle of the first trimester and is gone by the second. But some women have nausea their entire pregnancy or it comes back towards the end. When nausea is severe and accompanied by vomiting to the point where keeping any food or water down is challenging, this could be a condition called hypermesis gravidarum. Gallstones. Gallstones are common, especially in women who are twice as likely to have stones as men. Gallbladder stones may cause no symptoms, but may also cause a pain in the back, shoulder, upper abdomen, nausea, and vomiting. Symptoms might be worse after eating, especially when eating a meal containing high levels of fat. Gallstones might be diagnosed with one or several different imaging tests, and are most often treated with gallbladder removal. Gastroesophageal reflux disease or GERD. GERD is, is a common condition that occurs when the stomach contents come back up the esophagus. This can cause symptoms of heartburn, regurgitation, and nausea. Symptoms might be worse after eating or at night after at at night when lying down and the nausea may linger especially if the stomach acid backs up into the throat in many cases GERD is treatable with over-the-counter medication such as antacids histamine 2 receptor antagonists h2ras prone pump inhibitors ppis Lifestyle changes such as losing weight and sleeping with the head elevated as well as avoiding potential triggers for some symptoms such as smoking, alcoholic beverages, coffee, chocolate, fatty foods, and fried foods may also help. Migraine. Migraine headaches may cause nausea either before the headache comes on or during the headache. Diagnosing headaches can be complex because there are several different types of migraines that have several different types of symptoms. Treatment may involve both lifestyle changes and medications. Peptic ulcer. A peptic ulcer is when there are sores in the stomach, small intestine, or esophagus. In many cases, peptic ulcers caused by bacteria known as Helicobacter pylori. Again, I'm not a scientist or doctor. Another cause of peptic ulcers is the use of non-steroidal -ster 
anti-inflammatory medications, NCAIDs such as ibuprofen, but this is not as common. Peptic ulcers often cause pain or discomfort, but may cause nausea, vomiting, loss of appetite, weight loss, and feel and, and feeling full after small meals. For ulcers caused by H. pylori, anti antibiotics will be prescribed, along with other medications to help alleviate symptoms. Central nervous system disorders. Conditions that affect the nervous system, such as an intracranial hemorrhage or infections may be associated with nausea. These conditions are serious and are usually accompanied by feelings of or symptoms of confusion, dizziness, or changes in memory. If these symptoms incur, occur and a hemorrhage or infection like meningitis are suspected, there is reason to seek medical attention right away. Hepatitis. Hepatitis, hepatitis is the inflammation of the liver and can occur as a result of an infection with a virus or an auto or or from autoimmune hepatitis or alcoholic hepatitis hepatitis can be acute or chronic and may cause nausea along with jaunts fever headache and joint pain treatment will depend on the cause of hepatitis but will range from lifestyle changes to antiviral medications to steroids a hernia is when there's a weak point in the abdominal wall and the stomach pushes through it and up into the chest. Hernias may cause symptoms at, of, of reflux as well as pain, discomfort, and in some cases there may also be nausea. Small hernias may not be noticeable, cause any symptoms, or even require treatment, but larger ones may require surgery. Irritable, irritable bowel disease. I, IBD includes Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, and intermediate colitis, which are diseases of the digestive tract. The diseases can cause inflammation in various parts of the, of the digestion system and can be associated with chronic nausea. In some cases, nausea may be an adverse effect of medications or the result of a complication, such as a bowel, bowel obstruction. Treatment will depend on the cause of nausea and might include, also include effective treatment of inflammation caused by IBD. Intestinal obstruction. An obstruction is when the small or large intestine gets blocked. A block, blockage can be caused by several reasons, including scar tissue or a kink or twist in the intestine. Usually, the most prominent symptom of an abdominal obstruction is pain, but nausea and vomiting can also happen in some other cases. Obstructions are more common in people who have IBD or Crohn's disease in particular, but they can happen to anyone. Obstructions can be a medical emergency, so it is important to get this taken care of right away when one is suspected. In most cases, obstructions can be treated at the hospital without surgery. Pancreatitis. The pancreas is an organ that releases enzymes for digestion into the stomach and hormones into the bloodstream. Pancreatitis is when the pancreas becomes inflamed, which can lead to symptoms of pain that can get worse after eating, fever, nausea, or vomiting. Pancreatitis is rare, and people who have the condition are often quite serious because are often quite sick because it's a serious condition. Treatment will depend on what is causing pancreatitis. Chronic hypopathic nausea. 
Apopathic means means that there's no physical reason that can be found for the nausea. This doesn't mean that there isn't a cause, however, or that one won't become clear in the future. In some cases, this might also be called functional nausea. Because there doesn't appear to be an underlying cause for nausea, treatment is often focused on reducing the discomfort of nausea, treating any other conditions that might be occurring at the same time such as migraines, balance problems, or digestive diseases, and preventing vomiting. Treatment. Treatment, treating chronic nausea will depend largely on the underlying cause, therefore getting an accurate diagnosis is important. However, once the cause is understood, there are several things that can be done to help nausea to help get nausea under control so it is less bothersome. Treating nausea at home can include antihistamines or antiemetics or on the advice of a physician, concentrating on deep concentrating concentrating on deep even breathing, eating foods that are less likely to cause nausea, crackers, bread, rice. Foods containing ginger or sucking on ginger candy. Motion sickness medicine, such as dreaming or the advice of a physician. On the advice of a physician. Moving to a cool room. Sipping cold water, ginger ale, or tea. Taking, taking small, more frequent meals. When to see a doctor. Nausea isn't typically an emergency but a call from a doctor right away in the case of but call a doctor right away in the case of black or tarry stools blood in the stool or vomit confusion dizziness high fever severe abdominal pain signs of dehydration vomiting that won't stop and um i guess that sort of wraps up the article for the most part and as usual i'm going to um leave a um I'd like to leave like clips of um, clips and um, audio and just resources from people who are actual doctors. I mean, don't don't take my medical advice. I'm no, I'm no doctor on this, but um, I'm going to enclose a clip from Doctor Rachina Rachina Patel. Um, we've been, we've used her clips pretty often on 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 episodes like this where we talk about medical uh cannabis and whether it can help for specific conditions i i've always found her videos very approachable and i i really just like how she talks about cannabis and how and just how she does things in her channel so enjoy hey there welcome to ask dr patel where i answer your questions about medical marijuana i'm dr patel i specialize in the area of medical marijuana which means that i step by step walk patients through how to use marijuana for their particular medical conditions. So let's get on to today's question. It comes from Mara of San Jose, California, and here's what she writes. Dr. Patel, a couple of months ago, my doctor delivered the dreaded news that no one ever wants to hear. I have breast cancer. I've been going through rounds of chemo treatments and it's been wreaking havoc on my body. Every round of chemo brings with it debilitating nausea and vomiting. There are days when my stomach is so on edge that the slightest change in position makes me nauseous and results in vomiting. The smell of food cooking gets me nauseated. Sometimes even the sight of food makes me nauseous. The times I do force myself to eat, it just comes right back up. Most people generally feel better after throwing up. It's not the case when you have chemo. 
In fact, I feel even worse. It's painful knowing that I'll have to go through this agony with every round of chemo. Sometimes I'm left wondering if the chemo is worse than the cancer itself. I have lost count of the number of times I've thought of quitting the chemo treatments. To help with the nausea and vomiting, my doctor had me try Ativan and then Zofran and then Zyprexa, which he told me is a medication that's usually used to treat schizophrenia and bipolar disorder. They didn't do anything. The nausea and vomiting was the same before as it was after taking these medications. I can't believe I'm saying this, but at this point I'm so desperate that I'm even willing to try medical marijuana. I'll do whatever it takes to get rid of the torment of the nausea and vomiting. But before I try it, I want to know if it actually works. Will the medical marijuana help me to get rid of the nausea and vomiting that I'm having? Sincerely, Mara. So Mara, first of all, I want to thank you for taking the time to write in to me. Um, and you know, you're in a tough spot. Um, for the average person, feeling nauseous for a couple of hours and vomiting even once makes them feel out of sorts. But um, it, you're in a position where you're, you're feeling nauseous for days at a time and vomiting a couple times a day, so it must leave you feel worn out. And I imagine that you're frustrated because what you've tried so far hasn't been working. So I do have a bit of information to share with you when it comes to medical marijuana um, and the effect that it has on nausea and vomiting um, caused by chemo. I'll go into what the research says and then I'll go into the results that I've seen in my own patients. So where I want to start is what we already know in terms of research. Now based on the results of about 30 clinical trials, we know that uh, synthetic cannabinoids are better at treating nausea and vomiting associated with chemo than me medications like Reglan, Compazine, and Phenergan. Now, let me take a step back and explain to you what synthetic cannabinoids are. So basically, a synthetic cannabinoid is a chemical that is similar to a chemical found in the marijuana plant, except it's made in a lab. It doesn't actually come from the marijuana plant. Now, the other thing that we also know is that uh, patients prefer marijuana over synthetic cannabinoids. Um, when, they're, when patients are using synthetic cannabinoids, they're only getting the effect of just one cannabinoid. Whereas when it comes to marijuana, research in animals show that, um, that patients are not only getting the effect of THC, but they're getting the effect of other cannabinoids in marijuana as well. And it's also possible that the other cannabinoids are enhancing the effect of the THC in preventing nausea and vomiting associated with chemo. The study that I'm gonna discuss looks at the effect of the medication Sativex on chemotherapy-induced nausea and vomiting. Now, Sativex is a medication that's created using the marijuana plant. It's basically an extract of the chemicals in marijuana. Um, it's typically applied as a spray in the mouth. Now, if you live in a state where marijuana is available either medically or, or recreationally, then it's very similar to the tinctures that you can find at a medical marijuana dispensary. Specifically selected patients that were not doing well with standard anti-nausea and anti-vomiting treatments like steroids, Reglan, and Zofran. So what the researchers decided was that that they would add marijuana to the mix to see if that would make a difference. So half the patients received their standard anti-nausea, anti-vomiting treatment and placebo, and then the other half received 
Again, the standard anti-nausea and anti-vomiting treatment plus Sativex. Now in the end, here's what they found. The group that was given the Sativex, 71% of them reported having no vomiting and a 10 out of 100 level of nausea. In the group that wasn't given the Sativex, 22% reported having no vomiting and a 10 out of 100 level of nausea. Okay, so on to the results that I see in my patients. Most of my patients report back to me that the, using the medical marijuana, both before and after chemotherapy treatments, helps to keep their nausea at bay. Um, the vast majority of patients also report back that the medical marijuana helps to eliminate any vomiting that they're having. Now, patients also find that the medical marijuana works better than the prescription medications that they've used. So, in fact, my patients find that medical marijuana works better than Marinol even. Uh, Marinol is a synthetic version of THC. It is available by prescription in the United States because the FDA has approved it um, for use in uh, chemo patients undergoing chemotherapy um, who are having nausea and vomiting that's otherwise not responsive to conventional anti-nausea and anti-vomiting treatments. Now, one of the drawbacks of the Marinol is that patients find that they tend to get side effects like dizziness from it. Um, the other important thing to note is that excessive use of marijuana will make the nausea and vomiting worse. Doctors call this cannabis hyperemesis syndrome. And so it's important for you to ensure that you're using appropriate amounts of the medical marijuana um, so that you don't cause the opposite effect of what you're aiming for, which is making your nausea and vomiting worse. In any case, Mara, I hope that um, this information helps you in making a well-informed decision. Um, ultimately, um, I hope it helps anybody else out there that's been diagnosed with cancer and is having nausea and vomiting um, from chemotherapy. And as always, if you have questions, please post them in the comment section below and I will do my best to answer your questions. All right, till next time, thank you. And we're back. Um, let's go to the uh, strains for now. Um, so I'm going to read an article that talks about um, some strains you can use to help avoid nausea. Um, I'm going to skip the edible portion of this this episode, being as as we as we just read that um, nausea can be made worse by edibles. Or can be made worse by certain foods so I'm just gonna sort of go the the vape or uh, flower route or tincture route if you can get it but um yeah let's let's, let's go over this and this the the, the article that has the uh, strains is from potguy.com potguy.com Colorado and um, without further ado let's read it so many people who, so the article is the eight best cannabis strains for nausea relief and it's by Aaron Hyatt. So many people who seek out cannabis for medical purposes head to a dispensary because of nausea. Though rarely life-threatening, nausea can keep you from getting the nutrients you need and disrupt daily routines. And let's be honest, having nausea is a very uncomfortable experience. So for anybody experiencing symptoms of nausea this article is for you next time nausea hits try these strains for relief cannabis and nausea overview 
The causes of nausea are diverse and can linger. Chronic pain, depression, anxiety, ulcers, gallbladder disease all frequently cause nausea. Some cancers and side effects from chemotherapy treatment can cause severe nausea and vomiting as well. And while cannabis affects everyone differently, most people find cannabis to be more a more present form of nausea medicine. This is because cannabis doesn't have the side effects that can come along with pharmaceutical antiemetics like dry mouth fatigue, muscle spasms, decrease urination, and heartburn. And um, a, a quote that was, that was highlighted in the article. So cannabis has been shown to be a very effective antiemetic, meaning it can help calm a nauseous stomach. So the best strain, the best cannabis strains to help relieve nausea. There are several strains of cannabis that have been proven to be effective in treating nausea. Here's the rundown. Blueberry Diesel, described as having a sativa front end and an indica, described as having a sativa front and an indica end. This indica dominant mix of blueberry and sour diesel has a THC level of around 15%. Although blueberry diesel typically has a, a slightly lower potency than some of the other popular strains. It still provides a very relaxing experience that is able to increase appetite, relieve nausea, and pain. Blue Dream. A mix of Santa Cruz Haze and DJ Short Blueberry, F5 Blue Dream is described as energetic and creative while still giving a body high, relieving pain, and paving the path for to a restful night's sleep. Excellent for relieving nausea, Blue Dream helps re relieve stress and anxiety. Durban Poison. Durban Poison is an energizing sativa that is said to be a mighty medical cure, assuaging symptoms of nausea and migraines while increasing appetite. Durban is also a very social strain, stimulating, stimulating creativity, sociability, and overall mood. Lavender. Named for a scent, lavender is an indica dominant strain that is very potent with an average THC level of around 27%. This uber relaxing strain has a strong body high, making it very effective for nausea, anxiety, and depression relief. Northern Lights. The indica dominant Northern Lights produces a very strong body high known to help with all sorts of physical ailments. Northern Lights is one of the most well-known hybrids and can be found at, very, at many dispensary locations. With an average THC of around 16-21%, to 21%, this strain can be very relaxing and can induce sleep, so if an active day is ahead, it's probably best to use it for nausea at night. And then Sour Diesel. Sour Diesel is a very popular sativa dominant strain with average THC levels of around 21%. Sour diesel is often used to increase appetite, relieve depression, and nausea. Starting off as an energizing high, a more mellow high kicks in a little later and can induce couch lock, so it is better to use at night or as a sleep aid. Super Lemon Haze Super Lemon Haze is a sativa dominant hybrid with a mix of both head and body highs. The citrusy scent and flavor add to its energetic effects, making it a better strain for daytime use. With an average of 17 to 22 percent THC, in addition to easing nausea, it is also an excellent tool to treat depression and anxiety. White Fire OG number two.
A savvy blend of the white and the fire OG Kush. White fire OGs is a Tiva dominant hybrid that comes on strong and lasts for several hours. While with average THC levels between 22 and 28 percent, it is an excellent strain stress reliever and has been shown to be very effective at pain relief while providing an increase in appetite as well. Because Sativa is leading the way, it provides relief without interrupting your day. So, so that wraps up the uh, sort of the strains that the site had. Um, so I really hope this helped out if you're if you have nausea or and you know you've tried other pharmaceuticals that didn't really do the job for you and you happen to live in a legal state whether medical or recreational or anything in between and you know um you want to look into trying cannabis so um i really hope this helps you out um i mean i would highly recommend i mean i'm not a doctor but you know we're putting you know like a lot of the patients that listen to this podcast a lot of people are just fed up with these pharmaceutical drugs like you watch a commercial on tv or on youtube or, or, or hulu or whatever and like the side effects are just like uh, there's some commercials i've watched where the side effect list is like they're going on for three minutes about side effects and I'm, I'm not really making this up I, I wish i could remember the name of the drug it was but it's probably one of the longest commercials ever but you know, I digress, but really hope this helps you out. Um, and as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends.